live from the ESPN 690 and Jar Levine Studios. This is Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 with Brent Martineau and Austin Lane. Well, yesterday was a spirit practice, guys were running into football. And uh, that's, that's our livelihood. I mean, you have to be, you have to be. It's, it's the only way you, you can get through a tough time is bringing the energy every day, fighting through adversity, and at some point that rock's going to break. And, uh, you know, there was evidence of that, you know, when we, when we went to London, evidence of that against Buffalo. We've got opportunities, and when it breaks, it breaks. But you got if you don't, you got no chance. If you don't have the energy and, and, and uh, the intensity and the drive, then you get no shot. Well, Joe Cullen's going to bring that. He's going to demand that from that defensive unit. But they've got to do a better job against the run. They've been put, getting pushed around a little bit. Yeah. And uh, the defensive front had taken a step for a little bit. And now there's word out of uh, Jacksonville and other places that uh, Tosh Lapoy, the defensive line coach, could be headed uh, to the Florida Gators under Billy Napier. And also news from Adam Rittenberg from ESPN. Uh, and confirmation, actually, that Virginia Tech is about to hire Jaguars tight end coach Tyler Bowen as offensive coordinator. I didn't know the Jags were so good that everybody's just wow. ripping off people from their staff. Dang. They saw that Dan Arnold development. They said, we need that guy. <laughs> no, a guy that could have brought Pat Fryermuth here, too, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> I mean, geez. You know, could have Pat, Pat Fryermuth here, but it's all right. Now, uh, Bowen was at... at um, Penn State prior to this, yeah. so kind of a college guy, and also uh, Lapoy has connections to Napier, so uh, I guess uh, Lapoy was asked about it today by Jacksonville Media, I think it was John Shipley, if I have that right, and I think it's pretty vague on the answer, but sure. apparently word is that's about to happen. Is that pretty common, uh, Brent? I guess. I mean, I guess I haven't really followed a lot of, like, you know, assistant coaching hires in college, but, like, do they usually pull from the NFL pool during the season? Uh I don't feel like that. Yeah. I don't feel like that, but I. I mean, uh, maybe yeah. we just haven't seen it close to home as Two much. Two wins again. here. So when you got to the Jags, you got to want to get out. Yeah, you want to get out. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I mean, you. I'm talking about yeah. the Jags. I mean, yeah. now I don't even know like when would that take place? Do they finish out the season? Like, how does that work? I, I don't know. Um, they, which they probably could, right? Uh, no problem. Yeah. I mean, what's another month? Maybe recruiting-wise, but still. I mean, I, yeah, I would say recruiting-wise, but, I mean, yeah, I, I don't know if you'd, you'd want to finish the race here and see things through, or if you want I mean, two wins, though, so you probably want to get out. But <laughs> maybe you want to leave a little early. I don't know. Uh, I'm I mean, hey, guys let, that let, have let, gone let, from, let, let me ask you this. Would you, if you're a coach right now and you got hired by Florida, Miami, whatever, would you stay for the rest of the season or would you leave? Well, I just don't know what the protocol is. I think you got to do what... what is going to make you look good 10 years down the line as well, sure. you know? So, yeah, I understand. It's a mess right here. But what's another month, you know? I mean, <laughs> at the grand scheme of it, I, you know, Bowen is going to be an offensive coordinator at Virginia Tech. I mean, yeah. that's a heck of a gig. He's only 32 years old. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think I, whatever the protocol is, whatever you should do, whatever your agent says, this is how it's done, What you know, I think that's what you do. Mm. And uh, I – no, I, I think loyalty is a big thing in, in this business and profession, and it comes around, right? Mm -hmm. I, I mean, all you got to do is look at a guy like Joe Cullen. He was here years ago, and look at where he is. You know, Urban didn't know him great. I think he knew him from way back when, and he hires him as a defensive coordinator. So you got to be very aware of that stuff as a coach in the league, and especially when you're a 32-year-old coach uh, like Bowen is. So I, I don't know how that shakes out. Uh, we'll see. But my guess is that he stays. Uh, they stay until the end of the year. 
um, at the very least. Let's welcome in Action Sports Chat Stuart Weber right now, uh, who's on his way to Tallahassee, perhaps for a job interview. We don't even know. <laughs> no, I, I, I would not take it out there. No, I'm good. <laughs> As a Gator, or you got something up, up else wrong with Tallahassee? <laughs> I mean, I, all, all of it, yeah. No, uh, there's no reason I would leave Jacksonville for Tallahassee. Uh, you are going what to the state job championship. Interview? What, what is that? I mean, I'm, I'm not getting poached off the staff. I mean, I know it's well, not going well. but That's the theme of the segment. I mean, yes. yes. You know, we're, uh, hey, we're, we're, we're covering a two-win team. Uh, those guys are two wins on their resume, too. <laughs> it happened to them. <laughs> no, my uh, my win is the place where I'm currently about to stop at a beautiful halfway point oh. between Jacksonville and Tallahassee. Busy oh, B. Busy B. Shout out to the Busy B, folks. Yeah, Busy B has lost its luster against Bucky's. Oh, but wow. Busy Brent, B could be a sponsor thing. now. Careful. Yeah. No, I, well, it's it's I been was, three I years, man. This, I was thinking the same thing <laughs> as I was driving out here, but uh, the fact the fact remains there is no uh, Bucky's between Jacksonville and Tallahassee, so this is our go-to. Yeah, uh, and you're obviously on the way out there on that boring drive out to Tallahassee, but um, drive safe and then go see maybe Trinity Christian, the only team left locally, win a state championship. It would be number nine for them, and I think they got a good chance tonight. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's, it's an exciting matchup because it's uh, you know two defending state champions facing off for a state title a year later, which is really cool because Trinity Christian won the 3A title a year ago. They dropped down a division to 2A. Now they face the two-time defending 2A champs from Champagnat Catholic. Wow. And uh, we'll see who comes out with the, the victory here tonight. I know Austin's going to want to say that name a couple more yes, times. Yes, yeah, say it again, please, Stuart. Let me hear it again. That'd be uh, Champagnat Catholic. Champagnat. Yes. Yeah. And what is their mascot? They are the Lions. Okay. No, no further questions. Thank you. By the way, it should be something a little more regal. I mean, the uh, Lions pretty Lions regal, pretty man. Regal, man. You, you watch Game of Thrones? Pretty, a Lions pretty regal, but like when your school name is half champagne, half a yacht, like let's go. <laughs> like well, it should be like the like the Kismet. The Kismet <laughs> should be their uh, their mascot. That's actually what what I was thinking of. It's funny you bring up the Kismet because shopping yacht Catholic sounds like a a wine I would have on the Kismet. Mm. Oh, I bet that'd be good. Yeah. Like that they should name a wine after him. I, I mean, I'm sure that, that sounds really expensive, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Th that'd be one of the, the higher bottles that you would see. Like, you know, if you go yeah. to Capitol Grill, they have like, their own lockers and everything. Yes. That's, that, yes. That, that, that would be in Shad Khan's locker. <laughs> by the, the way, the Austin. Wine and, the wine and probably the tuition for the school. Yeah, yeah there you go. There it is. Yes, yes. Yeah. Austin uh, is showing where he rolls. Are you kidding me? We had, yeah. we had one D-line okay. dinner and I was set. I'm all good. <laughs> I haven't been back there since. <laughs> I don't belong there. No, no, uh, now their dress code, absolutely not. <laughs> it's at the sticking point. Yeah. Not the bar, not the bill, but no. the, the, oh, the dress, dress code. No, the dress code wasn't happening. Can't, can't wear those vans with seven holes in them there. Capital <laughs> Grill. <laughs> not, probably not. <laughs> uh, it is a good matchup tonight, um, Stuart. Uh, you know, Trinity... Trinity's been interesting this year. They've lost a few games. They obviously have a massively tough schedule. I think like five of their opponents made it to the final four in the states in, in classifications. And so they obviously had this big. But they feel like they're playing well. Trayon Webb now is healthier and obviously had a big run last week. What they have to do, we talked about this earlier today, but I mean, they had 24 penalties last week. 24, and they still won. I mean, if they can only just get like nine or ten, they'll probably win by double digits. It's funny how that works, right? Yeah, I mean, hey, the the thing that makes Trinity great 
can also be the thing that prevents them from winning sometimes. And uh, they they live right on that edge of uh, of intensity. Let's just say that. And uh, that comes with the penalties from time to time. So, yeah, uh, you know, they really talented team, not just on offense. You know, we talk about uh, Trayon Webb quite a bit, obviously, is a, a big-time recruit, only a junior, so he still has another year. But, I mean, the, the backfield there with Darnell Rogers and a few of the other guys in that stable are great. You can also throw the ball around quite a bit. Uh, you got this young, talented quarterback in Colin Hurley who continues to develop, and it's, it's really easy to forget that this kid's a freshman. Uh, when you stack him up against some of the best quarterbacks in our area, and he's right there with them, and he's got targets like Fred Highsmith who can go up and get it in the end zone, and that's just on the offensive side of the ball. So they can certainly score quite a bit, and that defense is full of playmakers that are going to be playing on Saturdays, as they are each and every year. So head coach Verlin Dormany, Coach Ross, the whole team over there getting ready to go and, and hopefully bring in a, another title back to Duval. It'll be a big year for Verlin Dormany, by the way. He got his 300th win. He obviously was sick recently, and he's feeling a lot better. I t- texted with him a little bit this morning, and so um, hopefully he's good to go. Uh, Keaton Thomas, you mentioned uh, on their defense, uh, seven interceptions I think it is this year. Very good player. Highlighted him on the Friday Night Blitz a lot this year. And also uh, Cam Miller can get it done in the reserve, return game and defensively. So uh, it's uh, it's a good Trinity team and, and maybe playing their best football at the right time, hopefully, um, for them to win state title uh, number nine. Hey, while we have you on, we're going to talk more uh, high school football with Kevin Sullivan coming up at 530, so we'll get his take on the game uh, as well. All of our high school football coverage, our blitz coverage, if you will, uh, presented by uh, Baker Sports and the University of North Florida Ospreys. And we will come out with something new next uh, next week. Stuart Weber, for the first time ever, we're going to do an Action Sports Shacks all-prep team. Uh, which yeah, is a little about expansion. It. Yeah, me too. I'm kind of excited. Yeah, about definitely. It. I mean, we, uh, you know, because of the fact that we get to talk about these guys so often, be it on the radio or on television, I mean, it forms up, uh, you know, quite a bit of information that we're able to draw upon and, and a chance for us to kind of honor and take advantage of this great partnership that we have with Jaguars Prep, with the Jacksonville Jaguars and the folks in those in that building who all want to recognize the local high school football players. A uh, very, very exciting opportunity for us to kind of find some of these guys who have been the leaders of their team, both on and off the field, and ha- have really put together a great season, uh, not just individually, but as a team. And to be able to honor them is, is really cool. And, and some of the stuff that's going to come along with getting honored is really cool. I won't reveal all the details to that. But like I said, we have a really cool partnership with the Jaguars, and that's going to make it a really special experience for these guys when they get selected as part of the Action Sports Jacks All-Prep Top 25. Yeah, so we will uh, do that next week. I think we might reveal it on Wednesday. We're looking at the exact time. Next Wednesday is also signing day, uh, but then we'll have our Blitzies Award Show coming out on uh, Christmas Day uh, as well. So we've still got Player of the Year, Coach of the Year, uh, uh, Courage Award winner. Uh, we also give out uh, in memory of Ryan Keith. So uh, we will uh, continue to do all those awards as our, uh, December rolls on in high school football. All right, man, drive safe and uh, give us updates. We'll see you tonight on CBS 47 and Fox 30 before the game and post-game, hopefully a victorious one. That's when it's fun. Exactly, and it, it needs to be fun because we're driving all the way out there. Let's go get that win, <laughs> shall we, boys? <laughs> uh, yeah, make it worth l- the trip. Make it worth the drive to Tallahassee. Well, you know, it could have been worse, I will say that. Uh, 4A to 8A playing in Fort Lauderdale this year, so the drive isn't as bad as... Uh, it would have been for some of our other teams to have made the final. But that is a drive we would have made 
had they made it. So we, we want you guys to win. We hope Trini can finish off the season with a W for us here tonight. All right, good luck at the Busy B. Oh, yeah, no, I'm going in there right now. It's going to be a beautiful thing. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so that's Stuart Weber, Action Sports Jacks. Make sure you uh, pay attention to all the coverage tonight from Tallahassee. Trinity Christian going for state title number nine. Hey, Austin, yes. I actually think, like, that could be a thing, man. Like, you, you should, uh, you should like, once a week or once a month, you should sign up at the Busy B. Okay. Uh, or they should sign you up okay. to give, like, B tutorials. Oh, that's a good call, man. You know, I mean, this is a thing. Like, if you want me, I can help market you a little bit better than your people are doing. I mean, first of all, don't don't talk about my people. Like, you know who my people are, okay? Uh, my, my my people are doing a fantastic job in, in marketing. Call me the cheetah. We've been over this. Now, I think... For, actually, no, I, I really do need some help. Um... <laughs> Big time. <laughs> it's, it's, getting, it's, it's dropping off. I don't know why. Uh, all, some other co-host is just killing it, and I'm just kind of like, okay, I guess I'm doing something wrong, but no one's saying anything because maybe they're afraid of me. Whatever, though. Um, no, the you busy win bee, one fight, and there you go. You knock somebody out, and there's what happens. Yeah, I guess so. But as far as the busy bee is concerned, I'm definitely down to drop some bee facts. I mean, I can just sit, like, you know, by the entrance and be a crazy person and be like, hey, did you know that, you know, bees also, uh, you know, cry when they get attacked, and that helps them kind of communicate with other bees around to attack somebody. Did you know that? And maybe people would want to sit down and chat with me. People would maybe throw something in my face. I don't know. Bro, they probably think I'm a crazy person. Huh? Do you, do you, is that real? Is that a real Oh, yeah. So, so check this out. I, I tweeted this a couple like couple weeks ago, Brent. You, well, you, by you the way, yeah, did yeah. somebody... Yeah, I think somebody asked you... I don't know if this was a diversion from the Jags, another loss. Well, and they said, no. can you give <laughs> me some B-facts? So what? do you remember when I used to do... Negative play knowledge, where every time there was a negative play, I would drop, like, a random fact yeah. about a topic. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, yeah. let's be honest. This year would have been... Ran out of facts. Yeah, man. I don't, I don't, but, I don't, I don't have the time goal. or energy. Uh, I wouldn't have had the time or energy. So, yeah, I think somebody want me to, to bring back negative play knowledge um, after the Jaguars got beat. So they're asking for some B facts. And, yeah, the, right. the, the one B fact that is kind of the... Um, I almost said that's buzzing right now, but I'm not going to be that... Uh, Stuart Weber pun in oriented. I'm going to say the one B topic that's really hot right now is that, you know, remember the whole murder hornet thing? I was going to ask oh, you yeah. what happened yeah. to him. Oh, they're still around. It's just, you know, COVID and, you know, Trump and Biden and stuff. So <laughs> that kind of just washed. So they are, washed the they are still hornets. around, though. Oh, they're still Are they around. vaccinated? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> They got the booster. Yeah. yeah, people could care less right now. I mean, you know, boosters and all that stuff. No one cares about murder hornets. But murder hornets are still a thing. Um, they're still a nuisance um, in wildlife because, as you may or may not know, they do attack honeybees. And uh, I almost cried on the show one time saying how important honeybees were um, to crops, to everything, literally, to make this world run. So anyways, um, when murder bees attack uh, honeybees now, they have developed a new mechanism where they will actually, like, cry like they'll, they'll, they'll scream and shout and scientists have like put recorders when this is happening and they've actually captured the audio um on file so there's literally audio files of honeybees crying because or shouting whatever the case may be you say crying shouting when murder murder hornets attack and this kind of lets out a signal to like other honeybees around them to attack the murder hornet Wow, like I if if you had not given us previous bee knowledge like yeah. over the years, yeah. I would say you're lying. No. 
This is this but I is know real you have fact. a lot of bee knowledge. Like, yeah, this is a real Googling fact. Are you Googling this stuff? Are you paying attention to it, or is this coming from your family? <clears throat> no, um, it hasn't. I haven't talked to my grandpa. Wow, I, I'm pumped for Christmas. Going to see him. Say, why don't you give him a call? Yeah, I know. Um, this came from because I, I follow a bunch of like bee, you know, just things like um, groups on Facebook, and you know, I'm always kind of checking the news and everything. And this, this was I think like in a National Geographic or something article. Um, talking about bees, so you know they're they're pretty reliable. Yeah, I bet, I would say yeah. so. Yeah, Casey right now is like his mind is blown. Oh, Casey, I have no idea what's going on. He has just seen this part of it, dude. Before. So check this out, man. Do you know how honeybees kill murder hornets? Absolutely not. So they get in a they get in a large group, right? Okay. And they cook the murder hornet alive. Heat. Heat. Yeah, heat. So it's friction. So when you get like a bunch of honeybees together around a murder, because you know murder hornets are giant, right? Yeah, big. So all these honeybees, they start like swarming literally the murder hornet and they start cooking it alive now keep this in mind you know it's like a giant mosh pit if you will mm-hmm. but like the bees that are close to the murder hornet sometimes they die too because it's so hot so like they're essentially sacrificing themselves for the betterment of the hive but yeah they, they start like vibrating and buzzing and stuff and that creates heat cooks it alive that is truly incredible no for sure but the trippy the trippy thing though is the fact that they just they believe now that honeybees like literally maybe a year ago or maybe sooner started doing like this, you know, where they're screaming now. Like that, that was never a characteristic of a honeybee, but they've developed that. Like they've whatever in their DNA, they have, you know, what would you call it? Evolved to the point now where they're, you know, signaling other honeybees around the area by screaming out. And that's kind of where I'm hung up at how small the recorder must, must have been that they right? put into the hive. Or, or like oh, how, how intricate thought. it must have been. Yeah. Like, like imagine like, picking up that sound. That had to be tough. I can't imagine. Yeah, uh, you know, just to feed off these bee stories a little bit more. Come on. Um, the other, a couple of weeks ago, I can't remember where we were, but Steph, I think, there was a bee somewhere near us. And I'm like, don't swat it away. Don't move. No, don't, don't do Don't it. worry about it. They, yep. they won't sting you unless you feel like you're, they're being attacked. Preach, Brent Teller. And, and I said, she's like, you're right. No, that was a, I was like, Steph, Austin told me on the yep. show. You better believe it. <laughs> Brent, I, Brent, I appreciate it, man. See, but Brent's down for the cause, man. We, oh, man, we're people I love like it. Brent. We, we really do. It's fascinating. Yeah. And, and by the way, more than fascinating about the bees is that Austin Lane has is, it's on his resume that he has all this knowledge oh, about yeah. bees. Oh like, yeah. The guy played in the NFL, fights for a living, does morning radio, does afternoon radio, and he's like. The King B. <laughs> <laughs> no, no but if I can only parlay that into something, which you really can't. Well, was I was sweet. trying to get you the busy bee. Oh, I know. And, and I tried to reach out to Miles Jack because Miles Jack, I think, is, is doing his thing now with bees as well. So I was going to try to give him some tips, but it is what it yeah. is. Yeah. Uh, but you're already a busy bee. I am. <laughs> yes. Nicely done, Brent. Uh, thank you. Stuart, uh, hey, Stuart Weber would be proud. Yeah, well, I had eye-opening yesterday, and now that one's <laughs> uh, We're not done with your knowledge, too. Uh, is there a big UFC card coming up? There is a big UFC card coming up, yes. Yeah, we'll get yes. into that. We got our Thursday night football. Uh, we got uh, more NFL, in fact, as we head into, I think, week 14 this is. We lose track around here because of Jags. It <laughs> just doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, Jags could be uh, officially eliminated from playoff contention tonight. Say it ain't No so. way. I Come can't on. Believe that, I can't believe that they're still alive. That's, yeah, <laughs> that's that's not right. But uh, we'll be back. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. String Sports Brewery here in Springfield. Come on out. Jaguars All Access, 7 o'clock with Chef Jack Griffin. 
great person, number one. Uh, he's always coaching the younger guys. Like, even when we you know, didn't have him, you know, he's out there with, with TC, coaching them up, talking through things. Hey, you got to do this. He comes off the field. I'm talking about it in practice, coaching them up. And he's just a, a pro in terms of that, and uh, we're glad he's back. But he's just not shocked at all. That's a, that's a great honor to have. Well, that's Joe Cullen talking about his uh, cornerback, Shaquille Griffin. Shaq Griffin, who will join us tonight here at Spring Sports Brewery, Jaguars All Access, 7 o'clock. Um, he actually won't join us from here, so I don't want to mislead anybody. He'll uh, join us on the show, uh, but he joins us virtually from the stadium. And uh, But we will be here, so come on out. Uh, 7 o'clock on Fox 30. You can watch. First time they'll play in a couple weeks with a concussion, but also big news today uh, for the Jags cornerback free agent signing. He is the Jags uh, nominee for the Art Rooney Sportsmanship Award. Uh, that on the heels of Miles Jack being a nominee for the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award. So uh, I, I think Shaq Griffin is everything what Coach Cullen just said, I think from afar, and uh, personality, energy, all those things, which this building needs. This city needs guys like that, especially right now. Um, so I think I think he's been a great addition, Austin. I really do. I, I know he's missed the last couple. I think he's played pretty good football. I think uh, they need more players like him, obviously. And he, he's at the cornerback position, not going to change everything and probably win football games. He's left a few plays out there, no doubt about it. Yeah. But, uh, you know, with all the criticism about how they built the roster and what the roster looks like, uh, Shaq Griffin's not a problem. No, he's not a problem. You know, and the fact that you're getting him back uh, more than likely is big in terms of, you know, the experience. Um, I mean, <laughs> he's going to cover Tennessee's best wide receiver. I'm not sure who that's going to be. Well, I mean, we'll yeah. see if, if it's going to be Julio. Julio plays, Julio yeah. plays, and obviously it's Julio. But, um, yeah, you know, I mean, overall, in terms of the free agents, you know, and, and contributing, yes, Shaq Griffin has left some plays out there. Yes, he's being counted on to be the, the top cornerback. But overall, like, I'm not having buyer's remorse at all, I think, with, with Shaq Griffin. I think he's, you know, he's kind of, when he's been out there, he's been decent you know i think he's been i think he's been good actually so um definitely great to have him back does it bother you that the jaguars never seem to sign a big name guy that's out on the street like zach cunningham's the latest he's yeah he just got picked up by the titans now again i'm not losing sleep over the jags not signing zach cunningham and i think you always have to ask this question i know this sounds a little bit like the building speak but i think it's true like why did they cut him yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, and, and so I think it's worthy of the question to say, okay, why did they cut him? In free agency, it's worthy of the question. We know it's a risky prospect. Uh, why is he available? Why didn't the other team sign him back? Was it just money? Did they really want him and they know they can't keep him? Or is it another reason? Uh, I think it's a little bit different on the waiver wire kind of pickups because really it's risk-free. I mean, you pick up a, a salary for a week and, and then you dump him if you don't like him, right? So yeah. why does it bother you? Because it seems like... <laughs> Ah, man, I can't remember many over the years, all these names out there, and the Jags stink, and they never pick up these guys, at least that are pretty good with name recognition. Man, it's a, it's a good call. You know, I think – so here, here's where uh, – here's what I think about that with the whole Zach Cunningham thing. I want to go back to Odell Beckham Jr., right? Yes. He said what he wanted – well, his agent said what he wanted, right? So they kind of gave the vibe that, you know, if you get Odell Beckham Jr., it's going to be a headache and you don't want that on your plate. Okay, I get that. But, like, if I'm a GM, if I'm an owner, it should be about winning over everything else. And I understand, like, in terms of optics, you know, at that time with Odell Beckham Jr., the Jaguars probably weren't in the best of light. But then say you bring a guy like Odell Beckham Jr. in, 
say, you know, one thing's going to happen. Either he's going to suck it up and play and then get out next year and maybe go someplace else depending on how his stats look, and he helps Trevor Lawrence, or he does truly become a headache, he doesn't want to play, and he sits out. But then if he sits out, you don't cut him. You wait till a team needs him. Oh, I don't know, like the Rams literally when they lose Robert Woods? I mean, I think at that point, if you're the Los Angeles Rams, you lose Robert Woods, you probably would have gave up a fifth-round pick, maybe a fourth-round yeah. pick for Odell Beckham Jr. So, like, you know, and, and I'm always team player, team player, team player, Brent, like, you know, because I'm a former player. So, like, that's just the way it is. But at the same time, I mean, he cleared waivers. Any team had a chance to pick Odell Beckham Jr. up. They didn't value him at what his price tag was at. So that's the case. You know, I mean, so you could have picked, you could have did the contract with the waiver thing, and then you would have been fine. So I don't get why they don't sign the bigger names sometimes. Um, I think, like, a guy like Cunningham at this point, it's probably, you know, it's not like a wide receiver where teams are desperate. I'm not sure how teams are desperate for Cunningham in terms of could you parlay that into something else, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you saying that. I I, I think here's why, like, some of these guys don't get picked up. Again, why did they drop him? Well, I think the Cully, I think Cully had explanation, like, wasn't a good fit in there or something, if I read that correctly. And so maybe there was something going on with him personality-wise in the locker room. And teams don't want to bring that in. And keep in mind, teams usually know more than we do yeah. about those kind of situations because they probably inquire. Yeah. And so they, they, they likely have more information at their disposal than we do. Yeah. But Odell Beckham's a great one, and, and there was some... Same thing going on, right? Like, okay, maybe Odell will turn you down don't want to, or you want to be embarrassed like that. Well, here's where I'm at in Jacksonville. It's embarrassing to be 2-10. and ten. Yeah. Like, who cares if you got turned down by Odell Beckham Jr.? Like, I don't care. Like, that's, that's minimal. You know what I do think? Odell Beckham Jr.'s caught, like, three touchdowns since he joined the Rams. Yep. You know, Trevor Lawrence has one touchdown <laughs> since Halloween. Yeah. And, I mean, again, I'm not saying Odell Beckham Jr. is going to save you. and But if you're bad and these players are a little better, and by the way, they're veteran players, so you don't usually have to wait for them to come along. Yeah. They can help you kind of build what a locker room maybe should be like. And, and again, I'm probably giving two bad examples with Odell Beckham Jr. and like a Zach Cunningham. Mm-hmm. Zach Cunningham, there's really no room for him to play anyway right now on the yeah. Jags. But, but – but, they might not be, like, two of the greatest locker room guys. So uh, you, you got to be careful how you attack it. I just don't think there's much risk. Like, okay, bring a guy in, pay him whatever. If it doesn't work out, kick him out the door. Like, yeah. who cares? Like, that, why can't you at least try? I feel like when I, I had this conversation uh, with somebody a couple, I don't know, like a month ago about Odell Beckham Jr., the last big name that the Jags signed, like, like that was available, mm-hmm. like midseason, I believe, and I don't even remember it, but this is what I was told, so I'm going to go with it, uh, was uh, Jason Babbitt. <laughs> wow. And, and now, again, that was it's a guy that came, with a little, that came with some reputation issues, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and let's follow him a little bit, but he wasn't like an extreme, he wasn't a major disruptor. You played with him. No, for sure. Bit. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Mean, it, it wasn't a problem in the locker room that no. I remember. And so, no, pulled uh, uh, Chris Johnson's hair off, if I'm not mistaken. Or is that somebody yeah. else he pulled his hair out? I, whatever. Uh, I remember he, he I yelled the right. drugs. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you might be right. Yeah. But he, he also he had some decent games, and some he actually stuck around for a little bit. Yeah. You know, you roll the dice on some of those guys, and maybe you end up keeping guys for a couple years. Yeah. Uh, so, like, I understand in the – in kind of like a GM coach building way, you don't want to build your team like that. But when you're really reaching for anything and you're not good – 
And again, this is more Odell Beckham to, to, than Zach Cunningham. Mm-hmm. But it just seems like the Jags have been bad so many times over the years, and these guys come available, and it's like, nah, we don't need him. You don't yeah. need him. Yeah. Like, you need anybody. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, no, you're absolutely right, Brent. And, like, you know, that's, that's where it comes down to, well, is winning the most important thing or not? And I'm not just speaking on behalf of the Jags. I'm talking to every single team that's, you know, below 500 right now that Odell Beckham Jr. probably could have helped you. Like, okay, yeah, if you bring him in, will it be a headache? Will you be in some headlines? Maybe. Will it be a distraction? Yeah, possibly. But what's the worst that's going to happen? He doesn't play, you, and then hopefully you can trade him off for something better? Like, so be it then. Like, that's that's part of winning. Like, that should be the, the, the primary objective, not, well, I want to win, but I don't want to deal with maybe a, a little bit of a headache with Odo Beckham Jr. No. Go out there and win. Yeah, I mean, listen, I mean, what would you rather have, like, bench your star running back for two weeks in a row and that be the national headline and distraction? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. Uh, the, I, I just think uh, that, again, I, the fan and everybody wants you to sign every big name because they've heard of them. I do think there is a, a cutoff, okay? I think there's a cutoff between, okay, that guy's a big – like, I really have no interest in, in Adrian Peterson. All right? Seattle signed him. I think – the Titans had signed him, and I wouldn't think Adrian. Like I, I never thought for a second the Jags should sign Adrian Peterson. Yeah. Quite frankly, I think you'd rather take a shot of the guy off the practice squad or a young player and try to find another James Robinson, like diamond in the rough, yeah. than take a guy like Adrian Peterson. So, but I do think Odell Beckham Jr. in this sense is totally different. Zach Cunningham, I don't know where he fits on that scale. But it just seems like it seems like they're always concerned. Again, this is outside looking in. We don't know the details. It looks. It seems like they're concerned with maybe a personality or how it might fit in a locker room, more than worried about. Hey, maybe this guy makes us better for five plays on the field, and we win a football game because of it. But or at this, least it yeah. helps us. But this is the whole point of the waiver wire, Brent. Like this is why the, the waiver wire is put in place, where it's exactly. like, okay, if you're the worst team in the league right now. We're going to put the waiver wire in place with the protocol saying you have first dibs on this guy. So when a good guy gets cut and you're the worst team in the NFL, you have a chance to pick said guy up, and now your team improves, and now the rosters get a little more balanced, and you're not so bad. Like, that's why the waiver wire was put into place. When is the last time this team has actually – I mean, I get Tyron Johnson, but you didn't really do anything. So, like, when's the last time this team actually took advantage of the waiver wire and said, all right, hey, at least, you know, we have a really bad record right now, but at least we got the waiver wire. Um, You know, it's falling through into fruition, and here we go. Don't worry, they just signed E.J. Ebers or Evans or whoever he is running back. Oh, that's right. (laughs) Yeah, a couple of days ago. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. (laughs) My bad, man. Uh, But I, I, I do think, to be fair to the team, your example of Tyron Johnson is a good one where they did use the waiver wire. Everybody did want him yeah. or at least wanted to kick the tires on that, right? Mm-hmm. And see, and they did. Mm-hmm. And so, we'd, and it didn't work. But isn't that the point? Like, you picked him up. You had him on your roster for whatever it was, six, seven, eight weeks. You didn't think it worked, and, and see you later. Mm-hmm. But you tried it out, and that's the point of the waiver wire. You're right. I, I do feel like over the years, and this isn't just this regime, I just feel like over the years when they've been high on that waiver wire, they really haven't made a splash for many. Um, and, and, again, the waiver wire is probably not going to help you out a ton anyway. Yeah. Like, it's totally different than the trade deadline. But the waiver, those guys are being cut for a reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, but still, it just feels like uh, while they might not be able to elevate, and heck, Odell Beckham Jr. might not be able to elevate the Rams to a Super Bowl, 
But it does feel like a guy like Odell Beckham Jr. might have been able to elevate your two-win football team with a struggling offense and a rookie quarterback to at least have some success and feel-good stuff going toward the end of the year. No, and that's what you want. Like, that's why you kind of hold out hope. I mean, I know it doesn't really matter for necessarily the fan base if they win, you know, three or four games. Maybe it does. You know, draft position gets hurt because of that. But um, I think for the sake of this team, like, you need these guys in that locker room to win games at the end of the season, right? You have to – I mean, and I've been there. You know, I, I've been there when, when you, you go on this giant skid and then you, you, you lose, the, you know, you end the season on a losing streak. Like, that, that sticks with you. That sticks with you through the offseason. Um, it sticks with you through OTAs and mini camps and all that stuff. So, like, you would want this team to improve, um, to show some winning ways, just to maybe build confidence in that locker room, despite, like, what the outside world would think. You just want it for the guys in the locker room. Yeah, absolutely. The work they put in. I think these five games are big. You know, yeah. I really do. I, th- I think they're big five games for the Jags, for Urban Meyer, for Trevor Lawrence. Um, and maybe it is for even more people, but I really think it's just a big overriding five games. Uh, so anyway, again, I'm not, I just want to make it clear. I'm not really complaining that the Jags didn't pick up Zach Cunningham. <laughs> like, sure, sure. I just think overall it feels like if you add all the names and, and really just other players up, I just doesn't feel like the Jags over time have picked up many of these guys. Um, uh, over the over the years when they've been pretty high on the waiver wire list and maybe could make a little bit of a difference, at least make you a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, and who knows, they might be right mm-hmm. on all these guys. They, it might be better not to take them. Yeah. Uh, Odell Beckham Jr., again, I got him on my fantasy team, and he's at least been able to catch a few passes for touchdowns. We haven't seen many of <laughs> those here in Jacksonville yeah. uh, as of late. Hey, Casey, did you catch the Gator uh, uh, UNF game? By the way, who were you rooting for yesterday? Osprey alum, Gator fan? I turned it on, and it was a lot to a little, so I just continued on with my day. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you what. I t- I'll say this. Well, I love the Ospreys. They played really bad last night. Like, yeah. You know, G- Gators had ramped it up. They had lost two in a row. They got stunned on Monday night, so there's no doubt, like, Mike White had their attention. but And their defense really ramped it up. But just sometimes uh, the Ospreys, and, and given this schedule, it just kind of looks like, I don't want to make an excuse for them, but it kind of feels like sometimes this catches up to you. You play UCLA. You play Texas A&M, you play Texas Tech, you play FIU, FAU. You play mm-hmm. <laughs> you play in Florida State next week or in two weeks. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and when you have an off night against those teams, it looks bad. Sure. And uh, oof, when they look good, they look really good, yeah. uh, UNF. When they look bad sometimes, they can look really bad. Uh, hopefully they look good on Saturday, though. They play Austin P on two on uh, Saturday at 2 o'clock. And uh, we're going to give away a couple tickets right now. Brent, uh, and the, the game. is that game at UNF? It is. Saturday, what time? 2 o'clock. Oh, dang it. Okay. Because, you know, Austin P is the biggest rival in Murray State's conference. It, so it I, is. Well, I, I hate I, Austin P. I know. I want you to go. I'll go heckle them. Yeah, unfortunately, I have to do some stuff for the other side of the, the work. So At 2 oh p.m. Gosh, on, a on a Saturday? Saturday? That is correct. Well... What kind of job is that? Yeah, not a good one. Well, obviously, guys, I've been listening because we have the, you know, the no. grand in the sand no. going on. So I don't oh. wake up. Yeah. Yes, we don't listen. Yeah. Sorry, well, it's all right. Sorry, it's all good, guys. Thanks for your support. Right. By the way, we're so giving lovely. away tickets though. If you want to try to win, yeah, yeah well, we are, we're giving tickets away to the Osprey. My wife and son can go. Fantastic. Yeah, there you go. Uh, call in 904-362-9901, and you have to name the all-time leading scorer at UNF, and you get yourself a couple of tickets, Ooh. two tickets. 904-362-9901, all-time leading scorer at UNF. Come on, you got this, folks. You oh, got I know this. it. Uh, 904-362-9901, give KC a call. Two tickets, 2 o'clock, Saturday, UNF Arena, Ospreys, and Austin P. Go check out the rest of the schedule, unfospreys.com.
ESPNSixty.com. We'll be back. Action Sports Shacks on ESPN six ninety. Nothing at all has changed um, as far as what I said in that clip. You know, I say what I mean, and I mean what I say. And um, you know, we haven't had the start that we wanted. Um, you know, but I'm we're a work in progress. You know, and myself, the rest of my teammates, and Shanti, you know, it's, it's a partnership with them. And everybody wants to win. Everybody wants to, you know, get this thing turned around. And I'm just trying to be a part of the solution to that. You know, and get us going in the right direction. And that takes time. You know, we knew. Um, it was going to be some growing pains with a, a new coaching staff, uh, first-time head coach, and so many new guys, and uh, we just working our way through it. Go ahead. Pat yourself on the back. Let's see I what you got. I listening as hard on that one. Oh, uh, I was trying to think Chauncey. Uh, are we talking NBA here? Oh, yeah. You better believe it. And it's just me and you for the time being. Uh, who is... Ugh. I don't know. Who's struggling right now? Um, All right, this has been... Uh, not, not exactly. You'd be talking about Chauncey Billups, who would be the head coach of the Portland Trailblazers. Thus, oh. that was Damian Lillard. Ah, Lillard. But that I was fun. Was, yeah, that was great. Well, you know, I was just trying. You got really cocky on the Ryan Shazier, which I pretty much handed to you. So I wanted, to, you know, I wanted to give you. An I opportunity. can't believe you oh, think that you was a handing. Dame Lillard audio. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Hey, welcome back to reality, Brent. It's great to be have you back here. Yeah, you're gonna do is throw an NBA guy at me, and you probably win. Pretty much. Next up is the NHL, and then darts. <laughs> I don't even know where to find the darts oh, sound. Oh, man, you have to go off the ESPN8, the Ocho, that thing. Yeah, Stuart. I should start doing one NHL sound a day. That'd be cool. That would be cool. That'd be cool. Be good, because then you could introduce me to some players in the NHL. Well, probably the NBA, too, as well, Brent, because you haven't really been talking about it a lot. But No, I mean, I, I now have banned the NBA for a, a little bit since I couldn't get into the Lakers-Clippers game. Yeah. Uh, well, it's not, it's not the NBA's fault. It's, yeah. it's more of a ticket no, issue. You can blame whoever you want. I okay, mean, okay. Sounds I blame good. the whole city of Houston for my debacle. So. <laughs> there you go. See that? You're never going back. Did never you, once. Did you like the airport? I mean, I know you're in it no. for way too long. You don't like the airport? <laughs> okay. So answer me this. Why Let's are go. there no plugs? In there the are no plugs in that airport. Really? I didn't notice. There's that. like one per gate, maybe. Yeah. And then, like, I'm walking down random hallways to find plugs. Well, there was like, a disaster. No, they had like a, like a whole, like, thing set up. There's like a, a plugging station. Like, with tables and everything. Like, in the middle of the airport. Bro, the airport is huge. I know, but like every, I'm telling you, there's there's plugging stations, Case. You just got to look. Well, wherever I was, there was no plugs. I was well, laying on the ground at one point oh, wow. underneath some chairs trying oh, to get my phone to plug That's in. That's when you know you've, you've reached the low of the low, when you're laying on an airport floor. Airport floor, yeah. 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 Not good. Uh, by the way, Someone outside in the Sky of- Lounge. Sorry. Couldn't. Couldn't get in. <laughs> sky Lounge. Someone in the Sky Lounge. I'm surprised they didn't give you the Sky Can Lounge. Can upgrade you to the Sky Lounge? Floor. I, Does your airline you have filled a out a new credit card? Hey, did, did the airline that you picked have a lounge? Yeah, so okay. I picked a real airline. It's just I don't want to trash them on no, the No, don't. Don't. Yeah. By all means, don't. I, I picked her, but it was Houston, so, I mean, you can connect the dots. I mean. Mm, okay. But you just brought something up, though. It's a, like I, I just said, uh, outside of travel ball, uh, new phone plugs might be the biggest scam going. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, like, I love my iPhone. I, I say I'll, pro- I'll pay more than you even charge me for it because it's like, part of my life and so like i think i would pay my iphone bill before i'd pay my mortgage that's, like that's how much i use my phone it's not i know that call. doesn't sound real but i want you to ask yourself sincerely which one you couldn't live without house <laughs> yeah yeah 100 percent house roof over my head you know i want my retweets but house for yeah sure. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> yeah, you do. Brent, realistically, because uh, okay, so you know when my, my cell phone broke, I went three days without a cell phone? Yeah, yeah. How long could you go without a cell phone? Like, realistically. Like, I, I know it's not days, so don't say it's days. Minutes. Minutes? Back, yeah. back when I worked at the enemy um, in town, I actually was challenged that I couldn't tweet for, like, a week. Mm -hmm. And I did it. I did it. So but, I could do it. Yeah, but, but now, you still I, had your cell phone. Yeah, I know. I know. Well, I'm just saying that's the closest I've ever come okay. to not having the cell phone. Okay. Uh, so could I go without the cell phone? I would say less than 60 minutes. Yep, no, for sure. I, I his, think I would His probably, heart would start to raise and everything. He'd get yeah. all nervous. Oh, yeah. What's the closest? Clammy hands. What's the closest insane asylum? <laughs> You'd Baker Act himself. <laughs> How's that for a word? Yeah, yeah. yeah I, know, I know my law. Don't, don't worry. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think I would. I, I don't know if I could do it. Realistically, uh, Brent, a couple hours? I could do like I could do like a day. No, no you, you, you are could not. you aren't waiting for the insurance claim to go through. You're gonna go buy a new cell phone. I know you. No, seriously, I can do it. There's no way. Yeah, I could. Think about it, because now you're, you're locked out of your emails, because because your phone's tied to your emails for confirmation, two to eight verifying confirmation. So no emails, Brent. Can I check email on the computer? Sure can't, because once again, it's the two-way verification. You got every cell phone on you. That is true. Yep. 20 minutes. Very difficult. 20 minutes for Brent. Yeah, it probably in the long. Um, I think I could go a day. Uh, the okay. Just don't ask me to go until the next Jags win. Um, <laughs> but I'm serious about the plugs. Like, So I get the new iPhone. You know, it really, I think this might be a couple old now. But you got that, like, lightning cord. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, I know, man. Well, and so, like, if I do go to an airport... Yeah, you, can't, you have yeah. to plug into an outlet. You can't yep. plug into like the USB yeah, part. Yeah, what is Apple doing USB. with that? I mean, come on. Why do I have to buy another one? Apple's got to always be on like you intelligence. know intelligence. You, you have to buy it. I know, but well, even when I they know, took like the come on, like we buy enough Apple. Don't make it so hard. I know. Well, even like when they, they, they took like the the, the the auxiliary thing, you know, like for your headphones. Yeah. You, I mean, now it's all Bluetooth, but like back in the day, you couldn't plug a regular. Come on. I know it. Like. Listen, we're involved. What I'm trying to say is, listen, I believe in the travel ball scam. I'm paying. Sure, Don't sure. charge me so much to get in. Yeah. Don't charge me to park. Yeah. I'm asking the same thing. I believe in your Apple scam. I love you. <laughs> I buy into it. But can I just get a USB cord with my phone that I paid a thousand dollars for? Hey, not a chance. He wouldn't last twenty minutes with a broken cell phone. <laughs> not a chance. There's no way. Not a chance. Yeah, probably not. He would have gone football. back on the highway for his phone. Oh, yeah. He would have crashed off. He would have jumped off. That is damn sure. I would have jumped that. off. <laughs> yes. All right, we'll be back. Football at 5 on ESPN 690. America, we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu.